This is your captain speaking. As we neared the end of our recording session last week, we realized that the episode you're about to hear would be released three days before American Thanksgiving, making this the de facto Thanksgiving episode. So, if we are part of your Thanksgiving, be it a distraction during your safe travel plans, a distraction from the fact that you had to cancel your travel plans, a distraction from the people you wish you hadn't traveled to, or some other as yet unimagined scenario, we thank you. One other note. During our discussion of the GABF award-winning Big Alice and Taconic Distillery collaboration, Anarchist Jurisdiction, we of course referenced the overwhelming nationwide peaceful protests regarding racial injustice and police brutality catalyzed by the murder of George Floyd in Minneapolis. As a result, the State Department declared three U.S. cities, quote, anarchist jurisdictions. Those cities are Seattle, Portland, and New York City. Due to a temporary cognitive lapse, I neglected to mention Seattle. To our fellow anarchist jurisdiction, I apologize for the inadvertent omission. I assure you we're hard at work figuring out how we will make it up to you. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. And now, without further ado, please enjoy Episode 8. How much nut would a nut pool nut if a nut pool could pool nut? Well, we're the beer, 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 beer vengers, beer, 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 beer vengers, beer, 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 beer vengers. We're the beer vengers. Welcome to the beer cast, everyone. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Astoria, Queens, I am Captain Porter Brownstout. And I am coming to you from an undisclosed location in New York City, and my name is Hophead Huck, a.k.a. Pale Male. And coming to you from an undisclosed location in the County of Kings, it is I, the Beer Wonder. And coming to you from parts unknown, which may or may not be in New York. It's Nutpool, <gasps> a.k.a. Nutpool, a.k.a. Nutpool. And we are <laughs> the, the Beer Avengers. The Beer Avengers, yes. We're the Beer Avengers. As you may have noticed, we have another guest Beer Avenger with us today. Ooh. We would like to welcome Nutpool. Welcome to the show, Nutpool. Oh, I am here, everyone, and you are welcome. We are. <laughs> We are welcome. Yes, we're very welcome. Um, so we've got a lot of great pours uh, ahead of us. Uh, we also have a guest talking about our week in beer and uh, and some other exciting topics. And of course, we're going to get to know Nutpool a little bit better. Uh, may even tell us why he calls himself Nutpool. Uh, something you play to look your forward cards to. right. If you play your cards right. Oh, I was supposed to bring cards. Yeah. Um, all right, so, uh, but before we do any of that, gentlemen, let's get to the pours. Always. Okay. My goodness. Now, uh, who, sh- who, sh- who do you suppose she w- we should start with, Beer Wonder? I, I mean, I don't know. It's only polite to invite our guests to go first, so, uh, Mr. Poole, if you're nasty. <laughs> all right, here we go. I got this king-sized can. Ooh. King-sized. It does have a name, too. It is called Coco Nutter Almond Chunk Stout. That's Ooh, right. I got that's a, fit. a beautiful thing. Yeah, I got to go with my brand. You know, Nutpool went with the, the Coco Nutter. 
and this is from Trillium Brewing. Ooh. In Boston, Massachusetts. Nice. Pocky kind of. Yeah, I'll work on that. <laughs> Have it yet? That's right. So I got a, I got this pour. Ooh. Oh, beautiful. Drop a little Massive. bit. Okay, bring it up. Yeah, hold that in front of your face there. there. Oh, there we go. Bring and real gentle down the side. Look at the, Now, this one is nice and dark. I mean, it's got yeah, everything it. that you want in sort of that stout action. Go ahead. And yeah, let's let a little bit more in there because it's got a really oh, yeah. tiny head on that. Check that out. Oh, it's so tiny. Barely see anything on there, but absolutely gorgeous. Just over, just across. There the, you go. Now we got a little bit of head action there. That that's looking pretty. Oh nice. yeah, it's a nice head. It's uh, it's that a Kansas City Chiefs mug. You know it. Nineteen ninety one. Not hey, a special hey. year in any way to me, but. <laughs> oh, that's how long you've had that glass? Uh, no, no, I actually just got it <laughs> this <Okay>. weekend. <laughs> Vintage. So, so why did you mention nineteen ninety one? Um, it just did they was, win that year or something? Thought it was funny. No. Oh, okay. No, I, it's just not a important year. Uh, I was eleven, so you may know my age, but not my identity. There we have it. As it All right, be. I, I, I think I'm gonna go next if no one minds. Go uh, for it, Captain. This is a this is a beer I've been talking about before. This is from the GABF award winning Big Alice Brewery. Oh, good friend. The anarchist jurisdiction. Friends of the pod right there, for sure. Or we are friends yeah, of theirs. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, there we I think it, yeah, there we go. Mm-hmm. Um, now, this is a, uh, let me see here. It is it is an Imperial Stout aged in Taconic Distilling Rye Whiskey Barrels. Oh. And it is a nine percenter. Wow. Now, Big Alice is doing all that good barrel aging right now. So I'm excited to see how this one turns out. Here we go. The captain uh, is not playing around. Continues to be a nice dark beer, although this one to me looks a little thicker than what I'm used to seeing the Captain uh, encounter. It's pretty uh, thick. Mm-hmm. But it's got a very brown head to it as opposed to something that can be kind of white. It's got that like really, you can really see the the roasted malt. And I bet the nose on this one is going to be whatever that beautiful barrel action was, as well as infusing it with taste. Did you get a good shot of that one, Beer Wonder? Oh, absolutely. Always. Very Make true. sure that you check out the social medias to see the pours. Yes, we'll get to that. All right, but first, get let's get to the next pour. I'll tell you what, uh, I'll, I'm going to go along these same lines. Uh, I'm going to stick in Queens uh, and also stick in the Imperial Stout vein. Ooh. This is called oh, Why is Orange Coffee Not Orange from Evil Twin NYC? But the thing about this, <laughs> I've been aging it. This is seven months in the can, so. Oh. Kind of a quiet that, crack was... there. Yeah. All right, let's get the pour going. Oh, that that is thick. Very dark too. Yeah, loving this one. Also, nice, very tiny head on this beer coming in there, which is lovely. Oh, not too bad. Yeah, it's a little probably. life to it. It's got a dark. It's, it's got a nice chocolatey head. It's like motor oil. Oh, it smells great. All right. See, can't wait for that. All right. He does. I had to I had to take it out of state too, um, and so uh, I, w- I decided to go to uh, Vermont for this one. Oh, and I'm going to be enjoying the Stone Coral Double X Chocolate Maple Porter. Oh, look at us! We got a wow! We, we, wow! You've all you've all sunk to my level this week. We have. Here's the thing. It, well, I've been I've been hitting the IPAs a little bit heavy lately, so I decided it was time to go a little bit more seasonal. So let's do the crack and the pour. There it is. Again, we get, we're living in the darkness here. This is a very nice, lovely yeah, very, dark. Very, yep, beautiful head, kind of a whiter head. Very small lacing on this one. 
um, tiny little bubbles. I'm expecting this one to be nice and creamy, although we'll see. I can actually see through it more than I would have anticipated. So, Well All poured. Right. All right. Well, cheers, gentlemen. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, that's 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 quite tasty. Oh, that's mm-hmm. the stuff. Now I've been uh, I've been looking at uh, at, at our, our website, our host mm-hmm. site rather, mm. uh, and seeing where who's been downloading some of our uh, our episodes, and I've seen them from Ohio, and believe it or not, I've seen them in Italy, oh. in Switzerland, and Poland. So I feel I should probably explain the name of my beer a little bit. Uh, as I said, this is from Big Alice. Uh, mm-hmm. I got a four pack as soon as I heard about this one, but it's called Anarchist Jurisdiction. Um, now, throughout a lot of this summer, uh, there were a lot of peaceful protests involving uh, many things, mm-hmm. uh, primarily dealing with Black Lives Matter, uh, but also with a lot of the other things that are going on, but primarily Black Lives Matter. Uh, and if your media that you're watching is something else, you might think that these were free for all riots, but they were peaceful protests. But because the administration decided they wanted to really bring home the idea that they were, uh, riots that everyone needed to be afraid of, they, they did officially declared New York city among a couple of others. I think Portland was one. Uh, I think there was, I think there were three of us all together. Uh, and they they decided to declare us anarchist jurisdictions. That's right. So For Big sure. Alice made this wonderful beer, uh, anarchist jurisdiction. As I said, it's a it's a stout. It's aged in rye barrels, and mo- it's interesting because most of the stouts that are aged they're aged in bourbon barrels. Uh, and because this is aged in rye, it's got a slightly sharper taste than a lot of the aged stouts I've had, and I mean that in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's, so you've got a stout this week. I have got a beautiful double X chocolate maple porter, which definitely has sweetness, both from the fact that there's maple syrup in it, as well as there is chocolate in this. Now, oftentimes we'll get something that has a chocolate name in it, but they don't actually put chocolate in their beers. Yeah. Um, this one has uh, freshly sourced cacao um, from Brattleboro, uh, Vermont, and this is a small brewery um, that started on a horse ranch, which is where they get their name, Stone Corral, and then quickly outgrew it uh, and moved over to Richmond, Vermont, because it has the best water in the state of Vermont. But I wanted to pull uh, Hop Head Huck slash Pale Nail slash Sour Push slash etc. in, because um, we got both porters and stouts here. Right. W- w- how, w- what's what's the difference between these two? Yeah. What am I porter and stout? There's not a lot of difference. Uh uh, traditionally porters came first and then, uh, when they had a stout, they called it a stout porter, uh, mm. which means it was stronger and, no. but I, as maybe not stronger in alcohol necessarily, but, but, uh, stir, uh, hardier, almost like a meal. Mm. And I think that was the idea. I think uh. technically a stout uses unroasted barley, uh, as partially, Whereas a porter will use all roasted barley. But as far as American beers go, it's like all the rules are off. A porter and a stout, is, there's really not a lot of difference. That, that's been my experience as well. I, uh, the, I mean, that's why I put both of them in my name, because they're things that I like very much. And, I, and what you, the description you just gave, I've read all sorts of different versions of that and other different ones. And I always read them and I always forget them because... <laughs> It's, 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 uh, I, yeah, if you, if I were to do a blind taste test and someone to say, which is a porter, which is a stout, I don't know that I'd be able to yeah. 
answer that. Right, especially with all the adjuncts, like you have a, a chocolate maple yeah. order that maple, can probably- chocolate the whole bit, yeah. I mean, and this one, it, it, oftentimes I think of a darker beer as being much thicker. This has got a, a less of, more of a thin consistency. It's It doesn't feel quite as heavy as some of them, so it goes down pretty easy. And it's going to be a dangerous one because it's almost 8%. It's 7.8. So uh, I'm getting ready for a good night, friends. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's generally thought of as a rule, too, that a porter is maybe a little thinner than a stout. But I've seen plenty of thin stouts, so. Mm-hmm. Again, That's why the rules are always broken. Stout. It's a yes. stout porter. Stout. stout. Yes. Sturdy. Yeah, no. also, I think uh, one of the reasons they're they're called, the real, the high ABVs are called Imperial mm-hmm. uh, is because the, the king always got the best beers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> As it should be. Yeah, this one's Imperial. Oh, this- it's uh, 12.9%. So it's up there. Oh, uh, an evil twin does those so well. Yeah, and it's that is evil. Yeah, it's not. There's no orange in it, but it's orange coffee, which is you know uh, something you could buy in the store, and mm-hmm. it was conditioned on orange coffee. So you mm-hmm. do get those those hints of uh, like uh, almost like those little chocolate orange candies you you eat, you know. And it's what's great is that uh, the, the age did not diminish it at all. I mean, it's. It's even a, maybe I might be a little more, a little boozier. It's got a little, uh, you could taste the alcohol, but you can still taste the coffee and it's got chocolate notes and it's, and you do taste mm. the orange too. It's, it's really good. Nice. All right. And Nutpool, what yes. is this, this candy bar magic you have going on here? Oh, I mean, it starts with the art. I mean, it looks like a box of chocolates. It's, you it's never know bad. what you're going to get. That's right. It's got the coconut pecan cream and and uh, cinnamon raisin, by, you know, all the different like kinds of chocolates you got. But it is a stout, which means it is stout. And the ABV on this is 8.9. I Ooh. mean, it's not too shabby for Nutpool. That, right. that's, that's respectable. <laughs> Captain, yeah. Captain, what was your beer? Because I feel like I may be the wimp of this group tonight. Oh, mine, mine is nine. Yeah. Uh, so I'm 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 just slightly above Nutpool and well below Huck. Yeah, I got yeah. the real strong one here. But I tell you, like I said, I've been aging it. And it's I love that. That's kind of my cutoff is seven months. I don't like to go too far beyond that. But so this was this was a little over seven, and it's perfect. So yeah, that's a good call. Although I I find that the higher the ABV, the better they age. Yeah, so, you don't want to age yeah. like a a, a a hazy IPA, or yeah. even even lagers or. You know anything that's supposed to be drank, and a lot of craft beer is supposed to be drank fresh. But yes, but but the imperial stouts are the exception there, uh, because I, I've de- I've even seen ones where I think, uh, well, we're coming up very soon on uh, the the Goose Island, their Bourbon County uh, brand, mm-hmm. and they always do their release on Black Friday. Yeah. Um, and I remember one time I went, the Story Beer and Cheese does a thing for that every year where they'll have like five different ones from them and you can get a flight of them uh i think i remember one year it was like we have the 2016 we have the 2017 we have the 2018 all there so like some of them have been aged for as much as three years at this point i had a uh goose island once after two years of it sitting in a refrigerator it was not good wait wait, really it was it was bourbon county 
It was no, it was an IPA. It was, okay, yeah. well, <laughs> well, we, we had an unfortunate incident recently when the Beer Avengers were having a very important meeting solving all the world's problems, where we wound up drinking a, an eight-month-aged double IPA that really everything had turned. And it was another great Ooh, example yeah, of why, yeah. when you have a high hopped beer, you want that you want that sucker as quickly as you can. But a nice like ages nicely. One of the, I don't know if it was the most recent one or the one before that, but uh, when we were still doing in-person stuff inside, uh, and you all came over to my undisclosed location, uh, I remember, I think we had a Goose Island uh, Bourbon County barley wine. We did, yeah. That was oh, great. yeah. Um, and that had, that might have been sitting in my refrigerator mm. for two years. Mm. Wow. Well, they'd say uh, and, uh, you can store those for up to five years or so, with, uh, or longer if you want. But yeah. the... Um, they, they say don't age it on its side, especially when oh, there's a bottle yeah. cap involved, because the metal from the bottle cap can oxidize uh, the beer. Yeah. You don't want to oh, do that's that. That's interesting. Oh, yeah. I had not heard that before. Yeah. This whole talk of aging reminds me I've had a, I think I've had a Kings and Queen of Bavaria from another big Alice one sitting in my refrigerator for a few months. So I should probably get to that one soon because that is the, uh, the what, what was it called? That was one of the first. The first one you had was also an evil twin. It was Rausch beer. Rausch beer, yes, yeah, the smoked lager. Yeah. yeah. So that's probably not one you want to age for too long. No, no. So, Unless maybe maybe, maybe the smokiness too. builds up. I I would worry more about the carbonation. I don't know. I guess. Yeah, I would imagine so. Better get so, on that. So Nutpool, I gotta know. You've got like coconut in this one. There's all kinds of weird flavors. What are you What are you getting off of this one? Um, I I'm loving it because I get I get kind of that. Uh, peanut buttery nose. It's uh, definitely definitely nutty, and I I can even think it's a little like peanut buttery, which is like right up my alley. Now you um, you've been a fan of the peanut butter beers for a while, I gather. Yes, I yeah, peanut butter anything really. I mean, yeah, um, I remember you were drinking some peanut butter whiskey a lot this summer. Oh, screwball, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nutpool gets a little screwbally sometimes, uh, but yeah, <laughs> I I mean. I've, I'm a big fan of like, what is it? Sweet baby Jesus. Is that another peanut butter stout? It is. Um, you know, we talked about that a few weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, it's, they call it's, it a porter. Well, because, oh, okay. because, <laughs> because, because you and Huck are very much into the peanut butter and I, I, I appreciate the peanut butter. Uh, but I was talking about how I, you're either a peanut butter or you're a coconut person. You can uh, appreciate both of them. But you always like one more than the other, and I'm more into coconut. Well, this this is both, though. I was going to say because you and it's good to have both of them together. Yeah, uh, yeah. This has the coconut kind of aftertaste to me. You know, I it comes like after after it goes down, and I I think I I actually like coconut too. I I much prefer peanut butter, but yeah, I'm I'm not going to turn down a coconut. So yeah, no, I'm I'm not saying you can't like both of them, but people rarely like them both equally. But yeah, we got some almond in this and uh, vanilla, some coffee. Apparently, I don't really taste much of the coffee in this. Uh, and then that lactose, you know, that'll make you feel better tomorrow. <laughs> it certainly will. <laughs> is that is that why they put lactose in the in the milk stouts? Yeah, yeah. No. I, I, supposedly, it's to, yeah, it's a good a theory as any. 
It, it's to just make make it painful the next day. Uh, no. Ah. What what do you think, Beer Wonder? You, you've got well, historically, when you talk about a milk stout or milk pour, you know milk stouts and things like that, they they would occasionally historically in in, in the UK, the porters, the people who took the the stuff off of your um, mm-hmm. off the boats, and they would add milk into their beers to try and get them a little bit of calcium because lunch was. A beer was a porter is one of the stories ah. behind our, our history of, of porters and stouts. Um, so they'd add milk to it so that they had a little extra calcium so that they were being a bit more healthy. Um, yeah. But so maybe it's to make you feel better. Maybe it's to give you strength while you're lifting heavy bags or. Yes. You know. That's for all those growing bones and stuff, you know? Yes. Those, those growing toddlers out there here, have a, have a nice lactose infused stuff well, i i actually I, I like the taste. Yeah, I, I drink milk stouts for the calcium <laughs> i like the taste of the milk too i i think uh the richness and texture of it is right up my alley too great Very good oh god that one worked well, out spe- for you. speaking of your your alley oh. uh I, I know everyone who's been listening to this has, has been dying to because we told them we're gonna hear uh your um what do you call it huck what is it you mean his origin story that's right, the origin story. How did you become the beer drinker that you are, Nutpool? When, uh, when, when did when did you first start drinking beer, and and what was it, and how did that bring you to where you are right now? Okay. In a world <laughs> where Nutpool was an eight-year-old boy. Oh wow! Eight, really? Okay, so that was three years before 1991, then. All right, quit with the math. Okay. <laughs> In that world, the eight-year-old boy reached into his father's cooler, looking for a nice, refreshing root beer. He pulled the can out of the cooler, opened it without looking, and just started chugging it down. (laughs) And then... I can't do the, you know, the like... The record scratch? The record scratch. That's that's what would happen there. Okay. Post. He spits it out and uh, finds out it was it was actually beer. It was his uh, his dad's beer, and uh, I think it was Miller Lite because that was the, that was his fave. Um, but yeah, I that was my very first experience with beer. I um, thought I was getting a nice root beer. We were working on a deck or something outside in uh, in Missouri, and um, yeah, and then. Uh, it was not what I was expecting. So, it so that put you off it for at least a couple more years. It didn't go well initially. And didn't try it again until you were 12. Believe it or not, it was longer. I, I guess okay. it really wow. like, scarred me. Yeah. Um, I think I tried, like, maybe I like dabbled in it here and there, but I didn't really get back into it until way until freshman year of college. Okay. Yeah. It's a notable time for a lot of us. Yes, that was that was essential in uh, Beer Wonder's origin story as well. That's right. That's right. And then college came, and the uh, goody goody turned into the hey, let's experiment with everything. So, um, yeah. So everything. That's right. <laughs> no, you know, be, definitely, definitely alcohol wise. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I got into the. I never joined a frat. Uh, that wasn't really my thing, but I definitely went to their parties and stuff and, um, 
yeah. So it started with like the cheapest stuff you could get. Um, uh, Natty Ice. <laughs> Stone Natty Ice. ice. Yeah. Is, is, that, is that like the National Bohemian one? No, natural, I, natural light ice. Oh, natural, <laughs> natural light. Yes, I remember that one. Sometimes, no, because there, there was translate for the captain. There, no, because there was a beer in Pennsylvania uh, that was natural Bohemian was the name of the beer, and they called it Natty Bows. Oh, oh okay. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't realize. No, I, I remember natural light ice. I was. Uh, we we've we've talked about my origin story. We know I've yes. I've, I've drunk some not very good beer in my past as well. No, I remember natural light ice. I remember Keystone. The, oh yeah, Keystone Ice. That was uh, that was for some reason that was our beer pong uh, beer of choice. I think because it was super cheap, but it had a higher ABV uh, than Keystone Light. So, but it just tasted horrible, and I even knew then. But yeah, it was a taste that I you know I I kind of got in college. But you know, eventually we get out we get out of college. We get past our all right, you know, Keystone Ice, our PBR. I mean, I'll still drink PBR, but uh, we get past our Arbor Mist. It's like carbonated wine. I don't know. Arbor uh, Mist? I've Arbor never heard no? of that. Yeah, it, it's like, it's carbonated wine, basically. Okay. Um, that It's like seven bucks a bottle or something stupid. Um, yeah, and then I finally get to my, like, late 20s. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's that's when I realized that I can hey, I can like spend a little bit more money and actually enjoy what I'm drinking. Um cuz we all love the effects of a beer and alcohol, right? True. But it's even better when you like when you enjoy it. So, Absolutely. uh I um I'm in Branson, Missouri of all places. You know, I I hop all over the world. I've been I've been in uh, all 50 states doing some performing here and there, uh, you know, yeah, theaters, everywhere, man. drive-ins, uh, strip clubs. Uh, no. <laughs> I was I was performing in the strip clubs. Don't worry. Uh, yeah, you were introducing that you were the, the, the stand up comic introducing the strippers. That's no, right. no, I performed in strip it's clubs. Yeah. 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 But, um, so I, I get to Branson, Missouri, and they have an old Chicago there, and they have this world beer tour. And that's really where I started uh, branching off, because the whole thing was you had to complete this 110 different beers oh. all from all, all different regions of the world. So so, um, so let me let me so about what what era was this? I, I, I know two thousand. <laughs> 10 around there 2010 all right so it was right before so this is like right on the cusp of when american beer started getting good again oh there you go that's right so that's i mean that was because it's, it's one of the things we've talked about before was was those of us who are older than you went through a long period where you had to drink imports to get good beer and at that point it was still maybe that was still the prevailing view even though other beers were starting to get better yeah. So you're drinking around the world. And imports were like way too expensive for, you know, somewhere Correct. in their college 20s. Like, so bring on the Budweiser and the Miller Lite and the Coors Light, all the, you know. Very affordable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And what, what, what were the, some of the regions you liked best uh, in drinking around the world? Oh, okay. Um, I, well, that's, that's actually where I found out that my favorite kind of beer was the 
actually the brown ales, which aren't super popular anymore. Right. Um, but I had uh, one in particular, like, was ingrained in my memory. It was uh, Big Sky's Moose Drool. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking, have you had that? Is that from Montana? Yeah, it is. Um, I, right. Get that good on it. that one. It, it was really, uh, I was really into it. Um, I think one of their, they had these seasonal mini tours that uh, also counted towards your 110 beers. So they had like a Halloween tour with a bunch of like uh, pumpkin pumpkin ales Oktoberfests. they had like uh and you would get if you completed mini tours you got t-shirts and um all that so uh we finally i got to uh christmas and it was lining kugel's fireside nut brown that was mm. one of my faves um lining kugel i think is out of wisconsin upper midwest what what oh yeah but uh so that's and and i enjoyed you know some of the the Belgium ones, like the Delirium Trimmins was one of them. That was oh, like, yeah. I was like, oh, God, I got to pay some money for this. But and it, that might have been one of the first high ABV ones they ever had. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was it was worth it, though. It was it was good. So it was a good way to kind of like broaden my horizons and um, and actually enjoy what I was drinking. And then I when it was all done after like a year, I had. A uh, a full wardrobe of old Chicago mini tour shirts, and I was put on the wall of foam uh, by completing the uh, the beer tour. So wow, that's now good. now now tell me again. So it's like it's it's a hundred and five. You get a shirt every hundred and five beers. You said or no? Uh, they had a bunch of these mini tours, which were seasonal. So like, oh, I see. They had like a St. Patrick's mini tour, for instance. And oh, I and see. It, and every time you, a bunch you, of Irish you, beers. you ordered a certain number from that mini tour, you'd get the shirt. Yeah. So you, so I had a bunch of seasonal things. And then as you go at, you know, 110 was like the wall of foam, but like maybe 25, you get like, a, I don't know, uh, you get a plastic mug or something. And then 50, you get like a, a T-shirt. Uh, 75 get like a jacket like it, it goes up and up as it goes on um but it was i i got a bunch of uh old chicago gear still uh to this day i've gotten rid, rid of some of it but i that was my like wardrobe for a while it was kind of uh in the hey, you in know the, it's, in it's, the brand it's, ma- it's making me very envious when i think of how much i had to how far i had to go just to get my two items of clothing from the pony bar yeah now old chicago is the name of the bar is that right yeah, it's uh it's kind of a restaurant slash bar. They they actually specialize in deep dish pizza. So um but, they're a Midwestern favorite. But also, yeah, they it's a it's a chain around the Midwest and they but they have tons of beer on tap. Like it is a super beer friendly uh beer friendly place. Oh so, great. So the reason I uh I and and I've I've grown to uh, to love stouts and, and darks and 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 nut browns. If we if we get the nut browns, which they're not as popular anymore, but I'm like I'm still super into it. And the reason I'm called Nutpool is the I guess there's some other superhero that like kind of stole their name from me. Uh, Jerks. Deadpool, yeah, but yeah, um, I watched part of that one on a plane one time. The whole, the whole, couldn't get through it. Yeah, the whole thing is that uh, I will basically still to this day drink any beer. Okay, <laughs> I'm not, 
I'm not a beer snob, so I'll drink any beer and <clears throat> and I I won't die. So I'm kind of the opposite of of uh, of Deadpool. But uh, oh, is he a beer snob? Uh, no, he just he like. Well, I guess he doesn't die either. I don't know. Well, like I said, I I couldn't make it through the whole movie. You know, Captain, you named your your the podcast after Marvel Comics. Oh, is that a Marvel one? Oh, that- you know what? That's it. That's it. Whoa, whoa! Don't- no, I mean, I mean, it's 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 definitely a contradiction because pretty much most of the Marvel characters, I don't think, are really hiding their identity. <laughs> And, and our whole thing is we hide our identity. So that's fair. No, I mean, I, 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 I had heard that was a good one. And I was on a plane one time and I finally said, I'm going to check out Deadpool. And I was, it just, it wasn't my thing. Yeah. Well, well you I like not much better. You don't like extreme violence. Yeah. You know, I know. I didn't say that. The, the, the quick, <laughs> don't witty throw me reports. under that bus. Uh, speaking of next week, I heard you have, uh, Ryan Reynolds as your guest star. So enjoy that. No, yes, <laughs> but, but he's going to be a deep cover and, uh, he might actually sound, sound somewhat feminine. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. so, so Nutpool, what I have to ask That's is, deep. I know that you like a darker beer. You like things that are deep brown, but I also understand you have experience with green beer. Oh yeah. And this does that. not fit. We've been talking about the SRM, the standard reference method, and the way that we rate, but that does not even fit on our charts. So we're going to need the full story here. Oh, yeah. I want to hear this one. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't like all beers. Okay. Whoa. Uh, yeah, I know. Um, for instance, IPAs, they're not, they're not my favorite. But you, you will know? still drink it because you will drink any beer. But yeah, if, uh, you know. If if one of you guys hand me an IPA, I'm I'm certainly gonna drink the hell out of that IPA. Uh, I I I I just like to explore. I like to certainly a beer I've never had. I'm like I gotta try it. And um, a good example of this is also in Missouri. <laughs> uh, I think it was uh, at a gas station. Randomly enough, I. Uh, Sometimes I go for quantity. Sometimes I go for quality. Tonight I'm going for quality because this is a an amazing, uh, finely craft crafted beer. Uh, but this was like uh, I think we were going to watch a Chiefs game, so we're not. It's you get nervous. You just want to be drinking. If you're drinking like a a nine percent ABV, Blake, you're gonna get wasted you know, by the second quarter. So you, you, you kind of, that's what Coors Light, Miller Light, well, that's all good for, you know, you can get a 30 pack at Costco for super cheap. I wouldn't I stop the up, captain. All right. So I, I get that's this, true. Uh, I get this pack, uh, it's called Highland ice. And, um, I dare you to find it anywhere. Cause I, I have tried to find it again since there, it was, uh, Made somewhere in Missouri, somewhere in the middle of, you know, somewhere. Um, but it was like, I think I got a 12 pack for like three bucks. Uh, not, not, not kidding. Not kidding. Um, I bring it to this party. I like crack one. And, uh, you know, while we're watching the game, I, I can't even drink it. I'm like, uh, I'm a, you know, I don't know what what they got going on in there. Um, and then uh, I watch as other people open some of theirs. They can't drink it. Like 
It was like the the meth of beers. I don't know what they did. Put some household, you know, cleaners in there or something. But uh, finally, as people got drunker throughout the day, I started betting people. I'd be like, I'll give you 20 bucks if you can finish a whole beer of this. This <laughs> Highland Ice. And, uh, and no one could do it until finally someone did. Um, and they got drunk enough, I guess. And then they asked for more, they, you know, cause there was a 12 pack. So, and, uh, yeah, so I lost 20 bucks, but they lost their guts. So <laughs> it was <laughs> anyways. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll drink, I'll drink anything. And when I do, I like to make it fun, you know? So we have, we have our virtual beer tastings lately. Um, some of us beer vengers and you know, um, Huck, Huck brings some like awesome beers. So does the captain beer wonder They're They're always like finely crafted beers. Uh, and sometimes I just have Coors light from watching the chiefs. And so I do my best to describe, you know, this is a crisp lager. It's, it's very, very smooth. <laughs> very very cold and you know it's cold because the mountains are blue and you know i i just really try to work it up like you like he would with a craft beer like it's explaining all the essences and aromas and everything and uh and it kind of works because i put food coloring in <laughs> in the beers <laughs> so one time i had a blue beer um one time it was green, sometimes red, you know. And, well, we were um, at your house for uh, St. Patty's Day, right? Yep, yep. And uh, you got to have the green beer on St. Patty's Day. That's a thing for sure. That's a tradition. But I, um, I put the food coloring in a Trillium IPA, which was, which I was scared to do. But once I did it, it was fine. bold choice. Yeah, it's a very yeah. bold choice. It, it really doesn't. It doesn't affect the taste. It doesn't like, really do really. anything to it. Yeah. No, but it, it, it makes fun colors. And um, so I was happy to bring the, the blue beers and the red beers to our tastings and at least fool everyone for like a hot second till we till we got to the uh, to the fact that it was Coors Light, <laughs> which is important. It's it's, it's good to keep us, us keep us honest. And also, you know, the thing is, as long as you're drinking beer, we're, we're all pleased, right? Beer is a magical yes. beverage, and and whether it's whether it's Coors or whether it's Craft, it's good to be supporting those people who are making beer. That's and right. Apple, I do want to ask you, you know, one one question. Uh, on many of the episodes, we've all talked about how a lot of our formative experiences becoming the beer vendors we are now uh, experienced really grew a lot just going to the Pony Bar, and you're one of the original ones who was hanging out who was there. Do you remember the first time you went to the Pony Bar? Uh, duh, yeah. I, uh, oh, okay. The pony was, uh, I mean, that that was like next level. That was even after Old Chicago uh, for me, I believe. And, and, and you know, Old Chicago was kind of, they still had their like world beers, but they were still kind of commercial, you know. Um, but then you moved to New York and they weren't here anymore. Right. <laughs> And and then you go to a place like Pony and like we're we're talking like local like microbreweries and and that they had the like truly amazing stuff and and I was I was definitely hooked 
I was hooked with the just the whole premise too. It's like, ah, we've tapped a we tapped a, a keg. Let's hit the bell. We got a new, right. one, new, new one coming up. <laughs> I don't so think we I don't think we've mentioned that. Strangely enough, that is strange that we haven't mentioned that. Yeah, but yeah, that's every time because we mentioned that they had twenty beers, twenty different beers, and every time one beer kicked, they would put a sep- a, new, a brand new beer up there. And yeah, and every time they did, they they'd ring the this bell, uh, and everyone in the bar, because we knew to do this, would yell out "new beer." That's right. And the people who had never been in the bar before were like, "What's happening?" What, <laughs> yeah, the what was happening? Yeah. They were but hey, it's it's the way it's the way you indoctrinate people into craft beer, right? It's those little yes. moments of shock, of discovery, of magic that get us yeah. in there. Yeah. So I went so to the uh, Big Sky website for the Moose Drool. <laughs> And they yeah, say this yeah. is the best American brown ale in the world. Yes. Wow. Light on the palate, rich mahogany color, subtle coffee and cocoa notes balanced with a pleasant bitterness. But then I also noticed that they had another beer. I don't know if I can show you guys this. It's called Huck It. <laughs> oh, they're coming no. for your gig, Huck. They're coming for your gig. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> By the way, I didn't mention that since I'm uh, uh, drinking stouts today, I do have another identity, and it's it's decaf Stan, the stout drinking man. Okay, so it's Hophead Huck, aka Pale Male, aka Sourpuss, aka decaf Stan. Yes, yes. Because I recently, I I, I get that reference, (laughs) but I also get get that reference because that was that was that was. So actually, are, is, is is there any more to your story, Nutpool? Um, well, I mean, I have the AKAs too, but it's you oh know. really? Yeah, you you remember? I I did them. It just depends on how many beers I've had. See, I'm a bad influence. Nutpool, yeah. Nutpool. That's why I tried to cram like four different uh, <laughs> Porter, Browns, and Stout are all there in my name together, so I don't have to have the AKAs. And yeah. every beer I. I Every one of my favorite beers, all in one name. I got to tell you, you go. people don't like that I'm using several names. They don't like it. It is oh, really. I think it's. I, I mean, I, I like it. Who's, it's, who's it's been not, giving you a hard time about your beer one or It's just. It's just we never. We never quite know where you are, and so we have to figure out like, are we in Sourland <laughs> but, today? But the but the good news is you are a friend to all beers, and yes. and all beers need friends. So yes, that's. I think that's the big takeaway from Nutpool's story is there is you know except for the shitty one you were talking the highland highland ice highland um, ice stay away from that one but other than that just have a beer and enjoy th- yourself that being yeah. said i would like to see it again just to like make that bet again yeah, yeah. you'd it'd be it, the nostalgia it was still an an, an entertaining evening well the funny thing is it's since no one's ever heard of it it would be one where you could like build it up it's like this is a really rare beer I found. It is. It, yeah. And I mean, it uh, sounds you know, like it's, it's, very, it's really an acquired taste. What so might take you a few sips to right. really get it. And, <laughs> Your taste buds need to build up to this one. Yeah, it'll it, it, be, be a hilarious thing to take to a beer nerd party. It was. And, and see how long it would take for people to admit they hate it. <laughs> that reminds me, we had a, a when I funny. lived in this house in uh, in North Adams, we had a. Uh, we had a. We moved into this apartment, and there was a bottle that was left behind. It was Harvey's Bristol Milk. Oof, Not, it was like a liqueur, and it was awful. Oh. But somebody left it behind, so whenever like a new person would come to the house, we'd be like, "Oh, I'm so glad you're here. You've got to have 
you've got to try the Harvey's Bristol milk. And it actually moved. The bottle moved to like another apartment and another apartment. It was like this genie. It would never, it was like three or four different apartments. We moved the bottle. And that was fun. It was awful. Funny. So people would be like, oh, God. Yeah. No. Like they shouldn't have been um, drinking it. I will say I am almost exclusively a beer guy. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I I mean, I'll say almost because I, I do enjoy liquor, you know, especially my my peanut butter whiskey. But um, yeah, the cider and wine, I just I, I can't get into. So even when I'm it kind of sucks when I'm at a fancy restaurant or something and everyone's like, you want to split, split a bottle of wine? I'm like, not really. Yeah. No. <laughs> what's your, what's what do they your, have on tap? Yeah. Is this a five-star restaurant? Uh, what's your cheapest beer? <laughs> <laughs> and hey, but the thing is, beer beer is coming into its own, you know. And yeah. We're starting to see more places where people who don't want to indulge in wine as fancy or, or, you know, we can get a good beer along with our delicious steak or whatever we've got yeah. coming. And this beer and cheese pairings are arguably getting up there with wine and cheese pairings. Correct. Uh, they're, 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 I mean, I don't know if, if they're, since wine and cheese has been around for so long, but I think beer and cheese is certainly giving a bit of run for its money. Well, yeah. they've had the, they've had the ability to call themselves fancy, but you know, now that beer can be a little fancier, we can, we can pair beer mm-hmm. and cheese together. Yeah. yeah. Why not? It drives well, me well, crazy. Thank you, for that. you go to a fancy <laughs> restaurant and, and, like a nice restaurant. They got great food and like a wonderful decor and everything. And they have like different kinds of wines. And you say, what do you have on tap? And they go, we got Bud Light. <laughs> you know, it's always, it's always like, yeah. Ah! You get so well, it's like, it's like the vegetarian drink. going to the steakhouse and like, yeah, they do have a fish entree, but it's never going to be good. Right. Right. Well, like the fish entree at the steakhouse is usually bad and they're not going to even bother trying to give you a decent beer. Yeah, I, such I a, will say like such a no-brainer, but okay. I will say about Budweiser is like I I've been to a lot of like breweries and, and taken their tours and stuff like that. I'm not talking about the sampling at the end. I'm talking about just the tour. It is right. really cool. The coolest brewery tour I've ever done, uh, besides Guinness in in Ireland, that doesn't count. Is uh is the Budweiser factory in uh, Fort Collins, Colorado. And it's mm. just so cool to see how they mass produce. Like it's all of these robots, all this like crazy technology to get this mass quantity of, of beer made and delivered. And I'm, I'm just like, if one thing goes wrong, wouldn't there just be a huge, like bottles thrown everywhere? Like I, right. I don't get how they do it, but yeah. It was uh, it was it was really cool, and it's they are called the king for a reason, um, and because of that they can explore different options, and they don't always work. Like, I, what what are they doing with seltzer now? Really? Like, come on, energy drinks? They go, Budweiser has got their hand in, <laughs> in so many things. And yeah, they do. Like, they do. Isn't that the antithesis of an ener- energy drink with to have alcohol in it? I, I don't know. Well, we did. We were talking briefly about Goose Island, and Budweiser owns yeah. Goose Island now, don't they? Correct. Uh, yeah, and yeah. and I, I, it's interesting because so rather than really putting their heart into making their own craft beers, they're just acquiring craft brewers. But it is kind of funny how Goose Island does have some really great beers, but that IPA, the badly aged one you were talking about, 
it's yeah. it's 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 nowhere near it's like it's just it's, it's fine it's yeah fine it's, fine. it's okay. but but that's the one you see everywhere but if you go to their bourbon county thing once a year that's where you see the real art of what they do yeah bourbon county those are still great in fact the, a lot of these uh classic ones that that come back every year bourbon county is one mm-hmm. uh the founders kbs and now's the season yeah right now those uh, kbs just came out uh, last kbs week. the cbs yeah and yeah. uh and people still they they they'll wait in line they'll They'll trade with people to get those Bourbon counties. So they, even though they're owned by the big company now, they're still quite sought after. And it, we're and in the we're, who, for, we're in the holidays. I was going to say season. for those who, oh, yeah. And so the, I well, just I was going to say. <laughs> I was going to say. Let's all try I to just, talk. I just at wanted the same to clarify. Time. I just wanted to clarify what Huck was talking about. Uh, for those who don't know what we're talking about. KBS is Founders Kentucky Breakfast Stout, which is a version of the regular breakfast stout, which is a double chocolate oatmeal stout aged in Kentucky whiskey barrels. CBS is Canada Breakfast Stout, which uh, oddly is not Canadian whiskey, but it just has uh, it's maple syrup. Anyway, I didn't want to interrupt what you were saying. I just wanted to clarify and illuminate what you were saying. Yeah. Is there more to that? All good. All good. No, I was going to say. Okay, uh, cool. With the holidays, the Trogues Mad Elf yep. is out right now. And people yeah. still love that, and even though Trogues isn't as well-known or as as hip as it used to be. The Mad Elf is still one that people want to get. Yeah, yeah. It's a Christmas with, strong ale. With Thanksgiving coming up, I and, and you know, this is a unique year for Thanksgiving, as we all know. I'm curious Very. if if folks have started their their Thanksgiving beer planning. And because because for me, a brown ale, and this is why it's exciting to have Nutpool on, is a really lovely beer to go with your Thanksgiving meal. Um, so this week, one of the things I've been trying to grab is um, a couple different brown ales. One of the things I was looking at and thinking about was uh, the Dogfish Head Indian Brown Ale, which is a delicious beer that I think will That's go really beer. nicely yeah. with you know uh, a traditional Thanksgiving spread of food and so i'm on currently this week that's what i've been sort of drinking in my own time getting ready getting myself into the thanksgiving season that's right because this episode will be airing three days before thanksgiving oh. i'm airing we'll we go live three days you can listen to it whenever you want to but the first day you'll be earliest you'll be listening to this is is three days before thanksgiving or is my my math is my math right there it is a week from this thursday yeah three days is correct yes yep right so it is yeah so, so yes. happy Turkey Day! Yes. Oh yeah, happy Thanksgiving, um, everyone. Happy Happy Thanksgiving! <laughs> I forgot we were alive uh, on the air. That's now, right. uh, this at some point every week, we always like to talk about our our weekend beer. It's been kind of a strange weekend beer for me because right before, right after we 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 recorded our last episode, um, since this was the time when we finally. We're able to focus on who is going to be our next president. Everyone started noticing all of a sudden because it, it didn't it didn't just happen that the numbers were going up. And I found out the numbers for the virus were going up. Mm-hmm. And I found out that my neighborhood was one of the highest percentages around. So all of a sudden I went back into the same mode I was in in April uh, where I just barely left my house the whole last week, um, which got me to thinking about one one story about all our origin stories that we've touched on a little bit, but haven't talked about in full, really, 
is the way all of us met was not just at the pony bar. We met because we're performing artists. Uh, we, I, I initially met Huck when we were working at a theme restaurant together as actors there. Uh, I met Beer Wonder uh, when we, we did a play about a, mm -hmm. a, a decade ago. Uh, and, and Nutpool, we haven't performed together, but I met you because you were performing with them. So that's, oh, yeah. that's the world that we all come from. And one really devastating thing, you've heard a lot about all the various industries who are devastated by the virus. Performing is, is a big part of it. Um, yeah. I know that, that, that some of you guys are still working in educational theater. Um, and I know Nutpool, I know you've been doing some film work as well, haven't you? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean... But it's still uh, auditions it, have slowed down considerably. But yeah, you know, there's not a lot of you that can going see me on, on TV. And and Nutpool the movie is coming out in a couple of years. So. And also Excellent. potentially some things on YouTube that you might want to plug. Uh oh yeah yeah. Um, if you haven't seen it yet, there is a a great short film, two short films, um, that were shot in quarantine with me and uh, me and my wife who uh, may or may not be a guest next week. I, I don't know. Uh, no, it's Ryan Reynolds is my wife. Anyways, um, the the movie you should check out is uh, Catch Catch Up with the Carters or Game Night with the Carters. Um, they're both really funny. They're like 10 minutes a piece, and, and they're a lot of fun. So you might you might catch some nut pool in, uh, in those movies. But yeah, so then, so these are the sort of projects that we're doing these days. Uh, because our industry is pretty much not here, especially if you're talking about the theater industry. Uh, mm. Broadway sh is probably going to ultimately be shut down for a year or more. I know that in some places they're doing socially distanced theater with small casts, but for the most part, the industry has been decimated. Um, and that's not just actors like us. That's also stagehands. That's wardrobe people. That's people working the box office. I mean, it's just the whole industry is 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 not working until uh, uh, until further notice. Live and theater. in res yes, sure. uh, live theater. And and so in response to that, there's a there's a group of guys called the Happy Hour Guys who you might have heard of. They do a web series, uh, video web series where they go to different breweries. They're also both Broadway actors, um, and so they have uh, gotten together with Gun Hill and the actors fund. Uh, and wow. they're, they're basically going the same route as the uh, using the same model as black is beautiful did. And if you don't know what black is beautiful is, please listen to episode five. Um, you can also Google black is beautiful beer, but you'll get the full story. If you listen to episode five anyway, so they're doing the same, same thing that they, they did, uh, which is unified label and a unified recipe. Their gun Hill has created a hazy IPA, that they're making available to all any breweries who want to join in on the project. Um, so far, I think they, uh, they, it's barely not even a month ago. They started this. They've already got 29 breweries signed on to this in six wow. different States. And the name of the beer is curtain up. So start looking for that. Uh, once those are start rolling off the shelves, we, we will very likely do a show on all of those because there's a lot of New York, New York breweries that have signed on to this. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And it's at 29 breweries in six States. New York, New Jersey, Michigan, uh, Illinois, Maryland, and now the Gun Hill, their version is going to come out first well, very soon, but actually the one that's going to come out first is uh, Idaho. Oh, oh wow. Uh, it's called Barbarian Brewing, and uh, their their version of Curtain Up 
is going to come out sometime before the end of November. Wow. That's excellent. Awesome. I want to do a big shout out to the Actors Fund, just as an organization um, uh, who has done a lot for performing artists across the board, uh, including back in the old days when I was doing them, they gave me housing for a long period of time. So big ups yeah. to them. So glad we I got some free shoes from a couple of times. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that's great. The Actors Fund has this great deal where if you're an actor between gigs uh, where you can uh, they will they will buy you a pair of shoes. So, you know, so you don't have to show up at auditions with uh, shoes yeah. with holes in them. Yeah. Actors Fund is the real deal. That's, that's yeah. Good stuff. Uh, but also keeping with the whole black is beautiful model. They're not. I don't think they're requiring that the fun, the, the, uh, cause I want to, the whole idea with the, with the, these beers is they're about keeping it local. So, uh, the actors fund does help actors all over the country, but say I, I, barbarian beer in Idaho might have some local theaters that they might be, uh, donating to. But the deal is all of these beers, the proceeds, the majority of the proceeds are going to funds to help people in the performing arts. Wow, yeah. keep an eye out for I that. Think it's pretty great. Sure. Yeah. I hope it gets back before a year, but uh, you know, yikes. <laughs> well, I mean it's it's uh I don't I Broadway, I don't think so because they shut down in March. Yeah. I remember I, I, that was it was like one it was like a Tuesday in March. I went to see the Broadway revival of Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. I know there are two days later, Broadway shut down and they haven't been open since. Uh and, and like I said, it's great that you guys are able to do your educational theater. Uh, to the extent that you're able to with the restrictions in place. I mean, and that's, that's even the people who are working right now are the situation like yours where you have to wear masks, be mic'd, be distanced. Yeah. Um, I've got a friend uh, uh, who's working on a, in wardrobe on a cable show. Um, and I know she has to get multiple COVID tests a week to do oh, yeah. that. Yeah. Um, the onset life is, is great. You, you get COVID tests all the time. Yeah. It's Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I, I know officially it's Broadway's not coming back till at least May, I think is the, at this point, they keep pushing it back all the time, but. Well, the thing is, we don't know what's going to happen. And, and so anytime it, this is something we've never faced before. And every time they announce a new date, it's based on what we hope will happen. And so far what we hope will happen hasn't. Yeah. Yeah. And so they have to keep changing. I mean. I, I don't know if any of us thought that this is where we'd be uh, when when it's all everything shut down in March. That's going to be a few months. But hey, yeah. thank goodness for beer, right? I was going to say, wanna... well, and that's why and that's why we're here doing this. That's why we're uh, when we started this podcast, we didn't do it at a place where we all meet at a bar together, meet at someone's apartment. Uh, this is why we're doing this in four separate undisclosed locations, and it's also why we have the time to do it. <laughs> right. That's true. Certainly, why I have the time to do it. Well, I want to give a shout out. I mean, to I'd it. like to think I'd like to think that I'd make the time otherwise, but this is why I made the time for it right now. Well, we probably would have made the time in person with each other and around one table, kind of thing. We would and again. Then we would have had to buy four microphones. So I know. How uh, dare we? No. Uh, well, maybe, uh, or we could just share microphones. Anyway, anyone else have, uh, I, I know I sort of, I, I did all, well, that whole thing. It's, did anyone else have anything they want to talk about with their weekend beer? Well, I know that uh, I want to get a hold of the Newberg Cafe Sour beer. And okay. So if you guys see that, 
please buy it. New Bird Cafe Sour. Perhaps you could DM us on Instagram. And if you wanted to find us on Instagram, where would you look? Well, you'd look Uh. at at the Beer Avengers on Instagram. uh, Or you could go to at the Beer Avengers on Twitter, uh, where you can find us as well. Same thing uh, where the, it's not at, but just search the Beer Avengers on Facebook. You can find us there. You can uh, download and stream uh, our podcast. Again, if you're listening to this, you probably know how to do this. But anyway, uh, you can you go to we're rapidly going to to everywhere you find your podcasts. And once yeah. again, if there's a place where you get your podcasts where you can't find us, let us know. We'll try and fix that. Um, and of course, there's the blog, the blog that started it. Well, it didn't really start at all, but it was maybe the step two, step three. It did. Start I don't know, this all. is a nine percent or I'm losing track. But give the blog the, that started the blog a lot of it. Yes, it's at uh, beervengersblog.wordpress.com. And that's where we've got uh, all our poor picks in one place. Uh, And uh, some of our faces are showing a little bit. Oh, I hope not. I hope not. Booyah. (laughs) Not this face. Um, Um, All right. So is is that it for this week? I I noticed Tuck put a a bounty out on a beer. I'll put a bounty out on Highland Ice. If anyone can get a hold of that. If you can find that Highland Ice, you want to get that too, for sure. So yes, to to all our Legion of fans on the internet, be you all over the world, whether you're our majority of fans in New York, our half a dozen or so fans in Ohio, (laughs) Massachusetts, Nebraska, Hawaii, and Switzerland. Oh, yeah. Ireland and Italy. Yeah. We're we've been down we're downloaded we have we have tens of people worldwide maybe worldwide. Yeah. Um so yeah, so if you can find Highland Ice or Newburg Cafe Sour. It's a coffee Newburg sour. Newburg Cafe Sour. It's coffee the most okay. amazing beer and I haven't had it in 3 years and I really it just came out. So I really want to get it. They they do ship, but you have to order a bunch of other things and I had trouble last night getting it, so I hope I can find it. Of course, if I'll I don't, put out you know, a bounty. I'll put out a bounty for mine. It's a miracle. It's three dollars. Three dollars for like a twelve pack. So I'll I'll pay you three dollars for one. One <laughs> bounty. That's <laughs> good. I like that beer All bounty. Right. That could be a new. That's a new theme every week. I'm gonna put a beer bounty on on this. I see that Huck is uh, eagerly clutching the uke, so I think it's time uh, to play us out. Thanks, everyone, for listening. This, uh, and, thank and thank you, thank you uh, Nutpool. Thank, thank you, Nutpool. Nutpool. I think he was, you were going to say the same thing, weren't you? Thank you, Nutpool, for joining us. This was this has been uh, you've been a wonderful guest. Come back anytime. Thank y'all. Fantastic. You guys are the best. Beer Avengers. Woo! All right, play us out, Huck. All right, here we go. Well, we're the beer, 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 beer vengers, beer, 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 beer vengers, beer, 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 beer vengers. We're the beer vengers.